You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma, back with another episode. Um... Yeah, I'm really pumped at this one. I think we've been trying to do it for a while, right? Or I've had you on the radar. I'm like, this needs to happen soon. Uh, And finally, it's like, let's find a day. Let's do it. I know. We've been talking about it. Exactly. Um, Because I think this, what we're going to talk about today and my guests today, um, it's super, it's just a really cool topic. I think that the way that we're going to talk about it and the way that you guys do what you do and the empowerment that you create from it, it's very cool. Um, with the artistic way and, and just everything we're going to talk about. So um, thanks for tuning in, guys. And, and you, pay obviously, thanks for coming in and taking some time this afternoon to chat about, you know, photography, commercial photography, you know, modeling and the barbering stuff that now you do and just all this stuff. So, um, Jared and Josie, thank you so much for coming in. I'm excited to, Man, to get into so it. I am so stoked to be here. I'm so pumped. It's yeah. the only thing I could think about after we finally set down a date yeah, to exactly. get it going. Yeah. Have you guys done a podcast before? We've done our own. We kind of ventured out. To we do were just our kind of messing around. Like it wasn't anything super serious. We just let's see if we can stick with it and just yeah, a lot yeah. of things changed and never got to fully finish it. But I've been looking at kind of getting into it. I, I just love chatting about. Yeah, topics. it's super easy to do. Yeah, right. Like it's just nailing down the time and you know it's just taking even if it's 15 20 minutes out of when you're on a shoot to do it with yeah. somebody and tell it a little bit of their story, right? Mm-hmm. But. No, I don't want to tell you how to do your job because you're very good at it. Um, <laughs> but before we go anywhere, like, how'd you guys meet? You so, story? <laughs> uh, so I, I met this guy. I was doing a project uh, at a Hilton um, hotel for a commercial, and uh, one of the models that was also there said, "Hey, I have this person." Like you need to meet, and so I look her up, and honestly, like it's going to sound cheesy, but I was a little intimidated because after seeing her Instagram, I was like, ah, I mean, like I wasn't shooting the caliber I was, uh, or as I am now. Yeah. Um, and then also he told her about me, and we eventually, finally, I, I got up the courage to say, hey, let's let's just get a shoot together, and we actually met on a shoot. Um, yeah. And but so, it it kind of turned out more into like a hangout because we talked. Yeah. I would say like 75% of the time and then actually did some photos. Um, the guy that technically introduced us was the guy that kind of showed me the side of like styling. Okay. So I really kind of like trusted him as like a best friend and like just always took his word and he sends me Jared and I kind of had the same viewpoint. I was intimidated. I was like, oh, this boy's kind of cute. Which so. is saying that now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a shoot going and then the rest was kind of history yeah. so and then i don't think we've been apart I, like yeah a we day had a se- we i we had a second shoot like three days later and then from there that was like that was yeah. basically that's super it. cool yeah yeah, yeah. So. and to just have the similar passion and do everything that you do now and you know with everything that you have going on like it's it's cool to see that you like have meshed together and like you are living this life together going on traveling trips or whatever it is like it's really awesome you're i will say it makes things that. a hell of a lot easier <laughs> <laughs> yeah just on for my side sure. too yeah second pair of eyes definitely yeah. helps yeah. yeah but we actually really clicked on music when we first met like okay. we kind of had the same like taste in bands and everything so yeah yeah what kind of bands? Uh, All American Rejects was the first oh, band man. that we Just ever talked about. Just kind of 90s about. alternative, okay. like Third Eye punk. Blind. 
So I'm a huge fan of Third Eye Blind. Did you like, see them when they were in town? We did. I've seen you them <laughs> twice now. Okay. So I saw them it back was when, recent, right? Yeah, they were actually staying in Norman for a little bit of time. Nice. I don't know if you knew that, but they not. bought a house down there because supposedly Oklahoma is the only place that they can record like records. Wow. So that's just where they get all their inspiration. So that helps. Yeah. yeah, she'll have random facts about Third Eye Blind randomly to tell me. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I love that. Secures their address. I've been buying it. No, I'm sorry. Like my boss, like literally, he like caters a bunch of places. And I'm like, you have to find out their address and send them a few pizzas just to you know be yeah. nice. But I don't know if they're still here. This was December when they said they bought the house. Okay. So, yeah. That's nice. That's yeah. I didn't know that. I, I mean, love to have them on the podcast. There's plenty of Oklahoma yeah, fans. Yeah. That awesome. perfect. Yeah. Oh, they're awesome. They apparently like, love, love Oklahoma, them. so, I mean, this would be yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're uh, oh, what's their most famous song that everybody knows? Semi-Charmed Life. Yeah. Do, 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 That's it. Do, do, You're right. Do, do, do. Don't yeah. even get her started. <laughs> and then, and then uh, Jumper, that Jim Carrey yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. They've been yeah. around a long time. Yeah, they're really going. good live. Yeah. And honestly, whenever we've been doing a lot of studio work like we've been doing recently, I've just made a whole playlist of nothing but like 90s alternative because it gets people in that just fun, like just rebellious mindset. Right. And it, it, you just you, it's just a fun atmosphere when you yeah. just have the, you know, just that kind of music playing. It's just uh-huh. let loose uh-huh. a little bit. So what kind of got you into photography? So I've had a camera in my life more than I can't remember not having a camera in my life. I just okay. kind of grew up. I uh, grew up in South Carolina. We would go hiking with a family, and I would always be just taking random photos of just nonsense. But that's now, today, thinking about it, that's kind of how I just got used to having a camera. Um, and then one thing led to another, doing family photos. Uh, friends started asking for photos. Finally took it slightly more serious and reached out to people they wanted to do photos. And then mm. kind of, like I said, one thing led to another, and here I am now just doing yeah. what I'm doing. Was, like, having a camera in your hand from a young age, was it, like, did Dad have a camera, Mom have a camera? Was it in the family? No, like, my my family is was never super artistic. Okay. Um, I mean, they would have, like, some really cool photos on the wall and, and art pieces and things like that, but it was never, like, a point to be kind of that creative mind. Yeah. My mom would be the closest. She's a esthetician, so, like, she kind of had that creative mindset in a sense for me, mm-hmm. and that, that might be where I got it, but... Yeah, I mean, honestly, just it's one thing that just kind of developed. Yeah, really. So, was it something that like you just kind of did, or was it something you like? Did you go to school for it or anything, or was it just kind of self-taught? Let's enjoy Every, it. Everything was self-taught. I like sat in my room for hours trying to figure out what f-stop did and why the background's blurry, or or just just things of that nature. So it okay. was all about learning. I would go on YouTube if I didn't know the answer, if I really just couldn't figure it out, and then and then from there it just went to practice and just yeah. doing it constantly. Yeah. So what brought you two together? You were doing styling. Right. So, and that was obviously, is that just well, been a huge passion? I wasn't doing styling like as my own thing. Right. I was kind of assisting my friend whenever he would do like modeling or he would help me like style my own self. Okay. Um, so I really, and I didn't really see like my passion into it completely Mm -hmm. um until one day he asked me to pick out an outfit for one of his shoots and i just fell in love with it like i loved putting the girl in the clothes and just making her feel beautiful and being like oh i've never thought like this would look good on me but like it does like i love it and then like kind of seeing them take those small pieces from me you know and just say like all right like this is my new look i just think it's awesome yeah so, kind of building their confidence through just like pieces that you probably think yeah. didn't go together but then when you put them on someone and they 
match and makes them yeah yeah i mean i'll say personally like my photography have always like had the knowledge and everything uh of like you know what makes a good photo but honestly the thing that has really improved is Josie and I working together because like normally I would just be like, hey, just pick out something, we'll go out and shoot. And that, right. that was kind of my style. That was like two years ago. And then yeah. just as we started shooting together, I can't even pick out an outfit anymore because Josie's like, are you really going to, like, is that really what you're going to do? Said, like that, that color is not going to go good with her skin tone. Like yeah. but her hair color is just going to My thoughts on photography have changed just drastically since I started it started off like oh the photo has to be sharp the photo has to be perfect right and it's perfection kind of just leads to just forgettable yeah um and Josie's really helped create the subject matter that's worth showing mm -hmm. is so and that, that's a big thing with styling that I just never knew when yeah. I was by myself and when you go like the way that you shoot with like the artistic side of things like art is really anything you you want it to be that's right? right it can be anything it doesn't have to be like you said that perfect crisp photo that exactly someone yeah. might want for a headshot professional headshot whereas like you're, you're showing some other side of somebody that's very artistic looks awesome in any color or black and white whatever it is and is gonna go on somebody's wall that's right, right? i mean I just take photos, it's up to the person to interpret it Yeah. kind of deal. So that could be, I may see a photo and someone's going to think it's totally different than what I actually intended on the meeting. Okay. But if it speaks to you, then it speaks to you. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Josie, before like seeing this side of like thinking of styling and getting into that and that door opening for you, what, what was life like? What were you up to at that time? Wow. That's a really on-the-spot question. <laughs> um, well, I knew after high school I wanted to get into beauty somehow. Okay. Um, if it was aesthetics, barbering, cosmetology, anything, I knew that I kind of wanted to be in that realm. Mm -hmm. um, I This was like fresh out of high school, so I wasn't in school yet, but I was doing my own modeling. Um, I have family out in California. I went out to California, met with agencies. I actually got offered a contract, and... Kind of had a minor panic attack on the plane because they're <laughs> like, basically oh, this is saying real. This is actually they were yeah. yeah they're basically saying that it's a three year contract you would have to move out here be roomed with six other girls in a two bedroom apartment yeah and that would be your life for three years and you cannot get out of it um, and so coming home I kind of had a realization that not that I want to do it for fun but I really don't want to be tied down to anything mm -hmm. um, I do want to create art and at that time. I was kind of saying like, yes, photographers not really loving the photos or like really loving the photos, but like just not knowing what I could yeah. accomplish with them. Um, and then honestly, I would say that my like life, it sounds cheesy, but kind of like life really started when we started working together. Okay. Um, because I started school, I started styling, like it just everything kind of just came at me at once. And you had more of like a direction, I guess, from yeah, that. Yeah, because I'm only 19 now. Gotcha. So, um, and that was when I was 18, when like I met him fresh out of high school, yeah. just, you know, knew I wanted to go in beauty. But I mean, I did. I went to school for about two months, um, really did not like the actual school, loved mm -hmm. what I was doing, didn't like the school, and then now I'm at a school that I love, awesome. and I'm getting my barbering license, yeah, so, which yeah. is not easy to do. Yeah. Like, I interviewed, um, uh, I can't believe, I can't forget his name, Dan Rooted off Classen, um, awesome guy. You know, um, I actually, I that was one of the ones I listened to as well, I, for some reason, <laughs> oh, I can't Bruce. think of it all. Okay, yeah. Bruce, yeah, Bruce was awesome, and Bruce was like the first person in the state uh, to create like a mobile barbershop and uh -huh. like he lobbied for it because it was illegal at the time and he had like a very very big um, 
what's those airstream that he, yeah. that he, oh, that wow. he had. Yeah, it's pretty sick. That's too That's cool, awesome. actually. So yeah, he, I'm gonna he, have to listen to this one. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he was like telling, and he's on a bunch of like boards and like barbering board. He'd be someone to just just hit up and just say, hey, I'd like to learn anything from you from oh, what he does because yeah. he had some really cool stories uh, and just the way that he does and and his claim. He was like, I'm probably one of the best people in the state that can do a throw. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty I cool. I love that. Because uh, yeah, I was like, what, what are you better at than anyone else? And, and kind of he said that. I'm like, that's kind of true because that's really hard to do, yeah. you know. Um, but, you know, just the stuff that he does, the way they, the culture that they've created down and rooted, they have um, uh, like this homeless alliance thing that they do as well that like there's a room down the homeless alliance. They go and do free hate. It's just a really cool place. That's They're awesome. doing really cool I things. I love that. Um, but, yeah, barbering is like, I mean – there's not many people you trust to cut your own hair, right? And you well, do it right. Especially with a straight me, razor on your yeah. neck. <laughs> yeah. The odd thing about me with hair, I really love doing men's hair. Okay. But with styling, I'm not a big fan of styling men. Like, I, I love it, obviously. But it's just, I would rather style a woman, and I'd yeah. rather cut men's hair. <laughs> Is that because, like, you can style the woman's, like, hair to her outfit and everything like that? Everything goes together, and with the guy, it's just, like... Um, honestly, the girl could be bald and yeah. it would still kind of play into like her body type, okay. her skin color, her eye color, anything, the way she even moves. Um, with men like hair or with men's hair, it's more of a challenge to me because it's not some long hair you can trim and then, right. you know, with some angle, you're not going to see that it, it's cut bad at all. With a guy though, it's like, it's almost like a puzzle piece. Mm -hmm. Sounds very odd, but it's almost like a puzzle piece. Like you have to make sure everything's straight and like aligned. And with me, like I'm a little shaky sometimes. <laughs> well, <laughs> so don't say that. But it's just like more of a challenge to me. And, um, a lot of people think like, you know, girls with like the really thick, like long hair is more difficult. But honestly, the shorter the hair, the more difficult and the more like you're going to like contort your body to yeah. certain things. So like I leave school sometimes and I'm sore. Like I just did a P90X workout. Yeah. Like it's and he's like, you're sore. And I'm like, yes, because I'm standing in the same position for three hours. Like try to have your hand just like this three hours. Right. You feel it in your shoulder, your back, everything. So... Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a challenge for me, but I don't, I don't, I can't really pinpoint why I like men's haircut besides it being a challenge mm -hmm. than I like uh, styling men. Yeah, but, but it's going well though, you're really enjoying it. Yeah, I love it. I love school. Um, I mean, I come home happy every day and like just kind of I mean, her mood was never bad, but like it's just nice to like have her come home excited. Yeah. I, I feel stuff. like I was just more monotone when I wasn't in school and I just kind of had the part-time job. I was like, yeah, like. That's, it was a just good day, going with the you know, flow, yeah. but now like I'm, I'm happy and just like talking to people and I've made like really good friends at school and like we're hanging outside of school now, which is a big thing, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's really awesome. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And then, so, you know, when you guys got together and you started like doing shoots together and working on things, um, did you just, obviously you instantly clicked, but it, was it more of like, we actually do really well working together as well. And then how can we make this more often a future business whatever it is how's yeah, that it, it started off where it was almost an instant notice that i knew my job was so much easier knowing that someone else was taking control of what what the subject looked like what whether that was a guy or, or a girl and so it just 
one thing I like to tell photographers, if you have just someone to have a second eye, that your photos will always come out better. Because I don't mm -hmm. see some hair that's draping in the face that may not look as as pleasant. Uh, and Josie does, mm -hmm. because she's not looking through a camera focusing on setting. So yeah. it was just such an instant notice for me that like, wow, this, this teamwork that we have is actually helpful. Yeah. Um, and then from there, we just had so many people just wanting the look we were getting. And so it would just... It, it just kind of became a business of itself just okay. without us even saying, okay, this is Jared and Josie's photography. Style yeah. Whatever, I don't yeah. think we ever kind of, even in the beginning, we were like, okay, we're going to start being like partners, you know, yeah. within business. It's never had that really conversation. We just kind of just knew that yeah. we were That's kind of cool. It. And it kind of, I mean, it's kind of a testament to like the job that you guys were doing, right? You, you know, you just let the work speak for itself and, and people are coming to you because they value and see how good your work is. And like, I want some of that, yeah. right? It's not like you're banging down the door and being like, hey, I take photos. Can I, no. well, can I take the, some yeah. for you? you know? It's honestly the biggest honor when someone reaches out and says, hey, I love your style. I'd love to do some photos like yeah. that. And like that just, that lets you know you're on, you're on a track of, of a good sorts that like people like your look and you actually have a look right for that and they value that too. Yeah. yeah does that how is that how a lot of people have reached out to you like through instagram or whatever and be like hey let's shoot some time and then you've obviously got friends and referrals is it just kind of how it's built well we've actually had people like in person like kind of come up to us like at events and just say oh like i love your work like when you get a shoot going like oh it's jared and josie and like that makes me feel like a little mini famous person i'm <laughs> like oh okay yeah. but i just yeah yeah I, I mean the last year especially um it's like she said, we've actually had people come up to us in, in person, which is totally new to me. I've never just had someone point me out in public and be yeah. like, hey, like just to chat or something. It's just it's I like I said, once again, it's just so honoring mm -hmm. for that to happen. But then, yeah, we have people DM us, uh, say, hey, we need some headshots or hey, we're working on a portfolio. Do you mind helping us out? Mm -hmm. um, or even a lot of people just ask for advice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, mainly it's, it's reaching out over over Instagram or, or the occasional email. Most people don't use email that much anymore. But yeah. I will say, if you reach out to me on email, instantly I will respond to you much quicker than I will on DM. Yeah. Just because I, Instagram, it's so fast-paced, my email, I can at least just sit down and focus. And mm -hmm. I think it's still there's still more value in an email than there is a DM. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's how I see it anyway. Yeah. I'm a little older, and I still see, like, I, even though I feel like I text, I feel like when I email people, I just, it's like sending a text. Yeah, well, I mean, like, when you email someone, you know, like, for business to the point. Yeah. Like, you know exactly what you want, what you're going to get, and, and that's that. With with DM, it could be, hey, how's your day going? We right. need to shoot some time. Hey, what's your favorite color? And then, like, it yeah. just, like, you just kind of lose track of stuff. And email is just, yeah. I yeah. So when you guys started, like, making this a thing and people are coming up to you and business is just picking up and, and you're having people reach out to you, what was it always like, you know, your style and... and Obviously, the people that that are coming to you want to be shot in that style. Mm -hmm. But was it kind of a moment where, you know, you're like, was it uncomfortable at times? Or was it, because it, it, it's not your average way of shooting photos, mm -hmm. right? And, yeah. you know, these girls are very good looking. They're very beautiful. But obviously, it's a lot of strength that comes from these women to take these photos. And you would yeah. know that by firsthand by mm -hmm. doing it yourself, right? What was that kind of like to deal with, with especially, like, how everything's going on now and today and just the whole, like, just everything that goes on, because all it takes is one person to say one bad word, right? And mm -hmm. it takes a lot of confidence in what you do to still do what you do. Because some people would be like, I'm out, I don't want to deal with it. Like, even if someone could say a word I've never met them before, it would ruin me, even though it's not true, right? How yeah. does all that go around and just how, how do you work around that and with it? 
I mean, when it comes to like the industry that we're in, especially your reputation is everything. Mm -hmm. And like you said, one person could say, wow, like blank, blank, blank. And like some, somebody might believe it. And then from there it could just spread. But I, I really like to pride myself by letting people know they're getting quality work. But besides the even just photo in general, I feel like I do a really good job of making people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that, that's honestly why I started doing the style that I did a lot, because I, I kind of felt there was a scene of people that were just in it for the pretty girls. We're just in it for saying, oh, wow, right. you see who I just shot? Like, kind of like, it was just, yeah. yeah. Well, you um, also get, like, the 14-year-old boy in you that comes out, like, or people looking at it and be like, oh, look, there's a nipple, cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it kind of, and you yeah. get that from it, and then you have, like, they don't see you the way that a lot of other people in the industry see you for the value and the level of work that you do. They see you as just a, a guy who and, and a team that just shoots women with yeah. their clothes on, right? Yeah, and and like I said, it's, it's all about, like, before the, even photo, before the photo comes out, person feels comfortable they go back you have a good reputation they may tell their friends and it just kind of spreads mm-hmm. like that you get the quality photo um yeah some of the photos may be what what people may call a little scandalous but if they're done in in a light that when you look at them you see art and not mm-hmm. you don't feel dirty after seeing it then you right. know you've done a good job and th- that's always been my goal is to create art and not create something that's just for shock value yeah definitely. shock value is awesome love shock value i use it all the time yeah but it it all comes back to while this photo was meant for an art artful purpose um and and it's it's just creating a photo that people perceive well Mm -hmm. um and and that's the biggest thing i felt like there 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 were people that were kind of shaming it because obviously pretty girls like you said some are some are nudes or in scandalous clothing people do that and uh you know they just create a bad name for it because it makes right. people feel awkward. They don't want to look at it. They make it seems bad. Society makes stuff mm-hmm. like this like it, it's a negative thing, but it's really not. Yeah. And, and that's my biggest thing that that I always say is like this is a girl like you said who is fully confident in herself, feels beautiful, and these are the photos from it. And that's that's that. Right. Um, and like you said, it's art, not like. I mean, there's a complete difference when you take an artistic picture and you're just taking a picture of somebody that's naked and posting on the internet. Exactly. Oh, yeah, right? exactly. You know, and, and I think that goes a long way with having you guys together. And that's probably why it works so well as a team is like, you know, it's not just a room for the guys taking a picture of a girl, right? You work mm-hmm. a lot with them. You're also a part of it. You're a model as well. Like, yeah. this relates very well to everyone that you're with, you know? Yeah. So I'm sure it helps a lot with making people feel comfortable around that. Um, as well as like the style that you shoot in, you know, and I'm sure that's kind of what created like the lost era side that you have with a magazine. Mm-hmm. It's not bright lights and like, you know, like super new, right? It's just mm-hmm. like that old school kind of rustic, like what we don't see every often. Mm-hmm. And you do a lot of that with the styling, you know, the thing yeah. I was looking through the website and there's like old Pepsi logo t-shirts, right? And just that old, like really cool vibe that you don't see anymore. And that's mm-hmm. probably why people like to get shot like that. Yeah. I think is it, one of the shoots with like I think it might have been is it Lacey maybe who's like in like kind of old school like rollerblades and stuff and mm. oh JC uh, okay. yeah. 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 I was having a little look just before you guys came in and yeah, just JC like, was awesome like, just, it's just so it's old school isn't it right? we like to I, I like people to kind of think back I like I like the photos to be kind of nostalgic in a way mm-hmm. uh, the word we like to use almost every shoot is timeless okay. we want someone to look at a photo and be like wow like I don't care where it's from I just think it's a cool photo yeah, yeah. Um, and that's why we try and shoot with kind of older older cars you you 
probably won't see a shooting with a Tesla because yeah. you can tell like Teslas came out what 2015 yeah. something like that. So like we try and keep photos just like I said, just timeless, just right. something where people can look back and just be like, wow, like just enjoy the photo. Uh huh. And I, I think with the way that like magazines are going now, like they're more of like, I mean, you, timeless is a perfect example. They're more of timeless coffee table pieces that mm -hmm. are going to sit in the coffee table for a long time. It's a quality piece. You can pick it up now. You can pick it up in five, six years. It's still going to be the same. Exactly. But also like, it's not like a magazine, like a news thing or like a, chick magazine you're going to look at it and throw yeah. away or it's going to end up in the yeah. dentist or whatever it is yep. right like yeah. it's a quality piece and i love how that way magazines are now going they're becoming more art books right i think they're people kind of started seeing the trend of people were kind of getting out of magazines and yeah. then at that point they had to figure out what do people want to see and i mean yeah there there is always a need for the like you said the the chick books and and things of that nature but yeah. people want to see cool photos people want to see something that inspires them not just something that's like selling them mm -hmm. yeah so is like the lost era magazine like part of just kind of did, did this kind of become your business is that like what you two are is that we just like the print side as well as you know your personal like the commercial shoots that you do is the lost era stuff just like more of this is jared and josie like this is what we do just in like is that what, kind of where i'm lost era is definitely josie and i yeah um and it, it's 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 one of those things that's really difficult. It, it's something that I'm kind of defining as a brand itself mm -hmm. um, and that Josie and I are working on together. Because I mean, when I do photos, I do it under my name. Right. And Lost Era was, is more or less, um, I call it a magazine, but it's more of an art project, kind of yeah. like you said, an art book. And that's what I try and keep it as. Um, so yeah, I mean, like whenever we do photo shoots is always kind of under like Jared okay. photography, Josie, Josie styling and, and kind of deal. So Lost Era gotcha. right now is more of a working progress as to what I'm trying to define yeah. it as. That's, I mean, that's a great way to do it, right? Because you can build your own personal brands and also have this thing that you work on together, exactly. right? Mm -hmm. And as yeah. we as we grow, yeah. that brand grows and, and vice versa. Right, because the last thing you want to happen is like someone that calls you the one styling, but it's also like, oh, like I... I don't. I mean, the great thing is they all they want both of you, but like yeah. some things, you know, you, you might want to be, be able to make money other ways as well. Yeah, see, that's why own. he has the Jared W. Kinley yeah. uh, website for like his photography. Yes, I am styling, and I mean, half the time I am styling, not styling, uh, posing yeah. these girls, but I feel like it's completely separate when it comes to that. But Lost Era. Yeah, I would agree. It is like Jared and Josie because it's it's kind of everything. Like. He's writing the articles and like I'm, uh, I found the photographer for like our first issue. It's just everything goes into that with like both of us. So, but yeah. How was that first issue? How, how I still remember you like seeing the pictures and how excited you were to see the, <laughs> issue, you know, the first issue and stuff. And yeah. How was obviously, I assume, very well received? Mm -hmm. it, I, I was. I, you know, when I first, when I first uh, came to Josie with the idea, I was a little worried. You know, Oklahoma conservative, I was mm -hmm. like, man, like, I'm ready to get some backlash. But I've had nothing but love for it. And it, yeah. it's been fantastic. I've had people want to meet me just to grab the magazine or... Um, yeah, the day after, we'll he was DMs. running around. Yeah, yeah. The first <laughs> day the magazine dropped, I think I drove to five or six different places, like across town, just meeting people because they wanted to. people, the people that you wouldn't even think on I was your like Instagram that don't really like like anything or anything. Like, hey, like I'm here. Can I like buy a magazine? It was just awesome. Yeah. So, and I think it was just just something new, just like something that people don't get to see very often, and and kind of back to to what we were talking about before it kind of inspire it inspires people it makes people feel a way mm -hmm. and it's just it's just fun to look at yeah is it something that like 
is it going to be like a quarterly thing or is it just uh, right now it's just whenever you can get around to doing it uh it's kind of a mix of both yeah, it, it originally both. started off of being like a quarterly um i did really good with that for the first two months and yeah. then it, it kind of became what do i actually when want this to be someone has adhd <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i can't that's that's, that's why i started film of it. actually um but it I don't know what I don't know if I want it to necessarily be a magazine person. It's hard to describe what I want to call. I want it to okay. be an art piece, an art book, just right. just showing off all these incredible artists and models and stylists. Yeah, and that's all I want it to be. Um, and and so I'm trying to figure out a way to really turn that to its full potential. I guess is the best way to say it. What? Uh, how does like mom and dad feel about all this stuff? <laughs> um, mom and dad are actually extremely supportive. Yeah. Um, I grew up, my dad is um, Republican, super super conservative, like anyone in Oklahoma would be. I mean, I grew up in South Carolina, moved a few places, all that stuff. Um, you know, my dad was super supportive. He's always been my business side. He's like, if you can make money out of it, yeah. do it. If you're doing it for the right reasons, do it. My mom's been the creative one, making sure that I'm actually doing what I want to do kind of deal. So I've had both of them level me out quite a bit. Um, Dad's like you're not making any money like what do you what are you doing son um and then my mom is like you don't need to make money son you just 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 do it like yeah. just yeah. do what you love <laughs> now is the time to do what you yeah want to do, and right? so like both of them really level me out and i i'm super honored to have them as parents for that reason as well um going back to like uh kind of drawing inspiration and stuff like that and and kind of especially the way that that you shoot and it being more like nostalgic and timeless and, and kind of just going back in time to with the styles and stuff do you draw a lot of inspiration from like parents old photos and stuff like that or like stuff that they would styles of hair or whatever it is back in the day you know i grew up and and i always got to see uh you know just polaroids and things like that my family has taken through the years and, it, and they were by no means fashion photos or anything of that nature it was just life and yeah, that's what i yeah. like to that's kind of an inspiration in my work in it of itself and i remember my grandma running around with a giant vcr tape and i remember going back and watching those and just feeling that sense of nostalgia that i want to try and give everyone else um so that, that i mean that's a that's a big thing um like i said my parents didn't really grow up with a camera it's more or less like these are just photos we just kind of took um and and that that does really inspire me to go back through and just see them and yeah. see see the style i love love going back and my mom had like some she's gonna kill me but she had like some crazy perm and everything like that and yeah yeah uh my dad i remember he has a photo printed big that he's so proud of he has the porn stash and like just crop laying crop top laying in, <laughs> Dude, laying in leaves tops. man he he was High killing jeans. it i love oh, seeing goodness. stuff like that because i just i just love going back to it and then yeah. outside of family i'm I, I love seeing pop culture back in the 90s yeah. as well. That, is there any other places you kind of draw inspiration from? Any other kind of followings on Instagram or whatever it is that kind of like... Uh, Instagram, I I have my accounts like everyone does that, right. that they love. Um, one being a, another filthy magazine. They do kind of the same style um, and they're very California based um, and they have that cool look. Um, but I, I've honestly been trying to get out of Instagram okay. a lot. Not Not done posting or anything like that because I, i'm fully aware social media is a key for success for a lot yeah. of things but um i really start finding more inspiration through old magazines old books movies um yeah. uh you know just just things like that i, I feel like 
that sort of culture gives me more inspiration than going through an endless amount of information okay. on Instagram. Because like she said, like she said, I have an ADHD mind and I just can't process all yeah. of that without just yeah. thinking too much about it. So, so more and you can you can kill two birds with this stone, I'm sure you do already, but like going to more like retro stores and stuff like that and old record stores and like you to get the styling that you want and then you obviously yourself to get the styles. Does that make sense? Like do you do a lot of that? Um, where is there a lot of that in town? There, they, you know, they have a decent amount. We're lucky to have the friends that we do, like uh, Debbie at the Junk Fairy. Shout out to her. She's just a yep. super She's cool bad person. Grannies. Yeah, yeah. So you can. Um, so where I get my styling from is I grew up weird fascination with like hair bands in the eighties. So you know, like kind of the the music video girls, where like it's just you know not really crazy outfit. It's what's on trend today, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. Um, and just I was really just drawn to like different decades, and it was ranging from like the '60s to the '90s, and. 2000s, not that much. I mean, there is some killer outfits yeah. like, you know, Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, the old denim look. But um, I really draw from that. I still watch them. I'll still watch compilations of, you know, 90 supermodels walking runways or just paparazzi videos like on a little mm-hmm. handheld or like a, a VHS of them walking like the street and like their streetwear. And um, like he said, Bad Grannies, uh, Debbie, uh, she is a junk fairy. Junk Fairy Okay on Instagram. Okay. Um, she's awesome. She will go to estate sales, um, thrift stores, anything, and she'll find just old, just perfect pieces. Um, she actually had these leggings that I wore um, for a fashion show that Miley Cyrus wore for Plastique magazine when she was in yeah. Oklahoma for a short period of time. And they have matching tattoos, so which is kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, but there's these pants that she found at a state sale that were leggings. They were like hot pink and like purple, like flowers, but they had built-in shoes. Oh, it, was, it was the craziest thing, but they looked so cool. Just yeah. cloth leggings, and like the shoes were just built in. Oh, they they were crazy to get on and get off. Like I'm just being honest with that, but they were just awesome. And but she finds those pieces that you feel like you've never seen before. I mean, you Mm -hmm. might have, like, in an old magazine that we've seen before, but you just look at it, and you're like, wow, it's timeless. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. So locally, luckily, we have have Debbie. And there's a few other places, like... uh, I have a record player that I love getting just random records from, and there's a place on Western... I don't honestly remember the name, but uh, there's just a cool record store. You go in, and you just just instantly feel like, wow, like I just stepped back in time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's super cool. I can't think of the name of that place either. I, I, I know, know what Western. you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Like it has the smell. It's, yeah, it has the smell. Just yeah. you walk in, you have old records to the left. You kind of like have some newer stuff on the are right. Like covered. You can't see like with this ball. It would be like yeah. white. You just can't see any of it because there's like photos and everything. So. Yeah. 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 What about like locations and stuff? Ooh. Like scouting and how does all that work? Because the the locations that you use, you do a very good job of using normalish locations and making them look like they've been taken 30 years ago so, but uh, also like there's locations that i'm like where is that yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> um our, our inspiration definitely is 90s yeah. 80s 70s uh especially like california being a big scene especially when we shoot a lot of swimwear and things like that so we're always we're like what can we make look like california and honestly it's very difficult because oklahoma 
Uh, it looks like Oklahoma. Like yeah. it's it's hard to make it look like California, but we do our best. We find uh, colorful buildings. Um, I'm going to say Paseo, and every photo- every photographer's like, man, I wish you would tell me a secret location. <laughs> but like, well, I, it's Paseo, secret. Yeah, well, yeah. Paseo, it, it has its cool, colorful buildings. Or or we we walk around the streets and we go to some old buildings that that we could just make work. Yeah. Um, and I think that's part of the photography magic. It's just making making things work with what mm-hmm. you have. And I think one of the things that you're very good at, I saw the pictures that you take out at Lake Hefner and it makes it look like a beach. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> look at the I was like, proud of that spot. That's Lake Hefner, no freaking way. Like, if that's if really you ask good. what I do in my pastime, half the time I'm just driving around looking for places. Yeah. Um, especially like when I didn't know this area very well. I know it like the back of my hand now, but right. like I would just drive and just look for places. Um, and I came across that location, had white sand and I was like this is this is, this is it i found it but because you go to lake arcadia and it's like all red clay and yeah. things like that but like i found this one specific spot with white sand and a pretty solid like water scene i was like this this yeah. is where i need to be at <laughs> and so that's that used to be i have a few locations in mind that if someone asked me to shoot i'm like Let's just go there if we don't yeah. have an idea. You have um, safe ones that you yeah. know that, like, these Yeah, I always have those safe yeah. plans if I if I need. Yeah. So, and, and that was one of them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of flooded right now. but Well, it just didn't freezing. dry up this yeah. summer either. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. But then it, you travel quite a bit. You know, you recently got back from Colorado. You guys took a trip out there. And, and I think just seeing the photos that you've taken out there, just like on the fly kind of we're going to work with what we have even though the scenery is amazing mm-hmm. right yeah. like the sand the national sand place you guys went to it's so cool it's and man. you don't realize how far away the car is when you walked up and you look back you're like we are miles away oh, from walking yeah. back right? i felt well i yeah. felt bad for her because uh originally we walked out there just to kind of scout it and just kind of look yeah. around and then i'm like we're gonna have to walk back to get everything yeah <laughs> so we had to walk back and then go back so it, she was like i can't believe you're making it me was, do this it was honestly a lot because i mean the sand dunes here you said 75 feet yes yeah, yeah. sand dunes those here. are 750 feet yeah. tall yeah. and you go up one and you think oh we're at the top and you look down you gotta go down and back up and to then get back to up yeah. and like the, it's just so steep it's honest incredible landscape i oh loved it like, i grew awesome. up hiking so like it's just in second nature okay. just to go out and explore yeah because um, so that makes sense all the stuff you've done down at the wichita is just kind of like we're gonna go and hang out yeah. but also like i've always got the camera with me just mm-hmm. in case exactly. yeah, yeah. I, that's how it was in colorado too yeah. i mean we went to these hot springs and he just brought his backpack and i mean there the one photo of me um sitting and it has like the mountain like the landscape he just got out of the hot spring and took the photo and yeah. then came back in so yeah. like i said well i the way I like describing my style is almost like a documentation yeah. of, of life. And maybe it's a little bit more of a exotic or extreme documentation of it. Um, or a very fashion forward towards some sometimes. But I, I really just like documenting things. Yeah. I don't I hate just setting still and saying, Okay, do this, do this, do that. Right. Normally we like to go out to a specific location. We everything's very well planned, but then also it kinda has its own chaos in it. Yeah. To create its natural raw. Is there any feel. places that like you know, in Oklahoma that you haven't been to yet that you really want to go and shoot at? Uh, you know, there's a few places off Route 66 that I've just always wanted to check out. Uh-huh. Um, just, you know, they just have a cool, that vintage feel that we love adding into our right. photos that I just haven't got to, to to check out yet. But yeah, I, I shot, man, at least once almost everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's two waterfalls here. I've driven out to both. Um, you have the mountains that I've, I've hiked up almost every trail, figuring out places. Yeah. Um, 
Little Sahara, the soft. You know, I haven't actually done a sh shoot necessarily at the salt flats. Okay. And I have some more like artistic shots in mind when it comes to when it comes to yeah, that area. Yeah. But so that's what that's where it gets hard for me. I'm like I always want to do like a fashion shot, but then I also have some sort of like art shot that I think would be awesome printed <laughs> right. 20 foot by 30 ADHD. foot. <sighs> yeah. ADHD. Yeah. That's good though, because like. You know, you never struggle for something creative, right? For, but, for but the most part. you always probably second guess yeah. yourself all the time. Like, well, this thing, you know, that ADHD kind of comes out on you and be like, this would look amazing. But this would also, and then you go back and yeah. forth. Mm -hmm. like, for so for anyone who has like ADHD as a photographer, I, I've really found that like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, photography terms, but I shoot with prime lenses. Okay. Uh, it basically just means you can't zoom in or out. Uh, except for using your feet. Um, and it's really helped me like, oh, do I need to get this zoomed in shot? Do I need to get this wide angle? doesn't matter. I only have this one yeah. focal <laughs> length. Um, and I started shooting film recently for that same reason. I get 10 shots in my Pentax yeah. and that's it. Unless why, I want to pay why for Why was the reason why shoot film was just the... Uh, you know, I could honestly go off for a long time, but... Um, was it just more of like the brand and it, just to go I, work The brand with it? definitely helped it. I was always editing my photos to look like film i would add that okay. grain it'd be cool and that that was a big point to it but then another thing it just it really helped me slow me down because instead right. of being a guy who just takes a bunch of photos and like a few comes out i plan every shot every 10 frames they look good yeah you know or they're supposed any. to so yeah so i i plan i plan stuff now and it, it really it makes me feel more like an you know, like a, a true photographer instead of yeah. someone who just kind of goes out and takes photos. Right. Um, and uh, someone who's bought a preset and they look like yeah. this, right? Yeah. When he first got his, his first film camera, um, it was probably like a few weeks of us like dating. Um, and he was like kind of teeter-tottering like, oh, should I get it? Should I not? Blah, blah, blah. So I brought up to him, I was like, hey, I really like the look of this. Like, you should just try it, whatever. And he was like, yeah. oh, I've been thinking of it, blah, blah, blah. And then finally he bought his first film camera for like 60 bucks and like, he hasn't really gone back at yeah. all. So, and I'm actually I selling like all created, of my digital gear for the most part. I feel yeah. like I created a monster. <laughs> he probably did. I spent so much money. He has spent so much money, but it's all worth it. So, yeah. and I, I heard something that was really cool that really helped describe why I love film. It, it was something along the lines of digital photography captures information and film captures emotion. Okay. And it, it, for me, it's just so true because you, like I said, digital, you have so much. You can buy cards that will allow you to have like 5,000 photos yeah. on it and you can just shoot for hours and just nonstop. But with film, you, you really plan things out and you really do it sometimes in a whim of a moment. Right. And and that's what I love capturing. There's sometimes where we go to a shoot and he only brings like one roll of film and that's 12 shots. Yeah. That's We have 12 shots to get it or just do the whole photo shoot. And our photo shoots, I mean, they don't last that long either. It could be a 20-minute, 30-minute photo shoot. Right. So, Which is good for all, I mean, good for yourself because you know that the process is down and, and it's, yeah. it's probably mm -hmm. better in the moment, like, let's just get it done rather than slowing it down, thinking about it, overthinking it, doing yeah. it. But then also for the model as well, who's not just standing out in the middle of the nowhere, you know, in, yeah. Yeah. in heels and her underwear, whatever it is. Like. <laughs> exactly. The first time I went to a shoot with him, it took about two hours and I told him, I was like, there's really no need for a shoot to last this long. Yeah. Um, it's inconvenient for both people. Um, just because if it is taking that long, there's probably on one part someone's doing something wrong, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, someone doesn't fully know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think we take pride in our sh uh, shoots being, like, that short just because, like, you get it done, like, you feel comfortable, like, you're happy, you're having a good time. But 
I mean, you can still have the rest of your day, and you don't yeah. have yeah. a huge I, I, our shoots chunk are like out of your day. Thirty percent shooting, and then seventy percent talking. Yeah. yeah, we just we just. Because I, I always try out. to make friends with, like, the girls or the guys that we shoot with. Just, you know, just talking with them. Just, right. like, asking them what they do. Like, you know, my own little, like, mini podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And, I mean, like, with the girls, especially with, like, nude shoots, like, I'm always there with, like, their robe or their dress. We tell them always to bring that. Like, if you mm-hmm. don't want to just... I mean, there's some people that will just stand there. You know, they're, they're fine with it. You know, yeah, they just yeah. don't care. Yeah. yeah. And, but I'm always there with, like, their robe or their dress. So, like, in between shots, like we said, there's 12 shots. So, mm-hmm. like, we do have to take those, like, two-minute breaks in between. I give it to them. Talk with them. Just, like, have fun, you know? We always have music playing. I think the one key is to make sure everyone's comfortable, even yeah. us. Because it know? comes across, like, on yeah. pictures, right? Yeah. You, you can tell that, like, if someone's a little bit uptight oh, or whatever, oh, like, they're yeah. not going to move like they want to. They're not going to give you the, the position that they want to be, you know, that you really want them to be yeah. in, yeah. right? I, I don't know what Josie does, but, like, after every time someone's done talking with her or styling with her, they just come in just happy, just ready to go. Yeah. And, like, it's it's it, that's another thing that's made my job easier is, like, she has the initial contact, just makes people kind of re- release right. a little bit. And then after that, the photo shoot just goes. Yeah. Flawless. And then they see the result and they love it. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, all, and know, it's just a good full circle. It. Yeah. And I guess from that first time that you probably shot with that one person, they know that that's it, right? They're going to feel comfortable every time they come back. Like, that exactly. first one's probably the hardest one to get through once you've done that. Yeah. And then, like I said, you have, you know, all these people that you've shot with regularly. and Yeah, I mean, just like anything, there. just building up a portfolio saying, like, this is what you do and you do it well, Yeah, that, that's always difficult and it, it always will be. Is but. there, like, it seems like Oklahoma has quite a big modeling culture. You know, it's starting right? to get, yeah, it, it's it's definitely, there. It's definitely getting there. Um, like bigger than most people think. Yes. Yes. See, yeah. we we I mean we have um, a lot of people know about Brink Modeling mm-hmm. Agency. It's the biggest agency here. I mean they have they have models out in New York, Los Angeles. Like they they do a really yeah. good work. But then and not only that, we have year. They've been an agency for ten years yeah. this year. So like the the I mean we have other agencies like Tab and 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 John Casablancas and things like that and. It, it's honestly a lot bigger. Whenever you think of Oklahoma, you don't think of that scene because it's not as big as something like Dallas. Right. But it, it's, it's it's there. All, it's, it, it's emerging. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and it's really like, cool. Especially with the help of social media, like you see a lot more of it. Um, even if like on the specific Brinks page, the tabs page, it's just more headshots rather than the stuff they're actually going to do, right? But that's exactly what everyone who is in that industry Oh, I want the girl that looks like this. Great. Now you won't, you know, you're not going to see what she's doing somewhere else unless you go to that page that's probably higher, exactly. right? Um, but it is really cool to see, and and it's cool to just have this kind of community in Oklahoma because a lot of people. When I first came here, I'm like, people are like really like conservative. They're really uptight. Like it, it was just really different to growing up back home. Yeah. And now I feel like it's just like there's a lot more. It's more freeing, isn't it? There's a lot more not carefree but it's just like well like you said with social media it showed people that there is another side yeah like i mean you kind of oklahoma is just by nature just conservative Mm -hmm. and like social media kind of just showed like other viewpoints and 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 just things of that nature so i mean models don't have to be a part of an agency anymore i mean you could just be a really famous person on instagram Mm -hmm. and you could still be considered a model yeah um and still get paid big bucks just oh, for yeah. being on Instagram. And and so that culture definitely has really shined a light, mm-hmm. uh, especially in Oklahoma. Like, we now get to see people modeling that aren't part of Brink anymore, yeah. part of Tab, or any or any one of that nature. But, and a lot of people, I have a friend of mine, like, she's uh, 
absolute rock star in the business world and makes a ton of money and she's very good at what she does you would not think that you looked at her instagram page it's all modeling stuff like that's her release that's her passion like yeah. she just loves doing fashion shoots with her friends mm-hmm. i don't think she's made a cent for modeling she just doesn't want to yeah but like yeah. you have that side of it as well it's like you know you have people who are going into it to make money and do it as a living but then you have people who like just love photography love fashion and like that's how they you know release their stress is by going and dressing up and just posing and doing whatever like yeah it's, it's cool to see both sides yeah of it. i mean i have a love hate with social media just like everyone else does right. but it is really the love part is giving people their opportunity mm-hmm. like i said to not even make money just to kind of show off and have fun and like do what you like doing in your free time yeah yeah definitely and i think it's a lot more for people like that they use the platform as like their mini portfolio that's just fun and it's artistic yeah. and they get to express themselves and see like that hey way. look what i did and yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really cool to yeah. really cool to see definitely what about um shows you guys have right did you have an art show that was recently done yes like uh you know i've i've been trying to get like i said more into the uh art scene out outside of like fashion and things like that so i've been doing a lot of shows at paseo and things of that nature i have uh friends coming up to me wanting to do galleries and and Mm -hmm. ask for my opinion as to what should be in the gallery and and have some of my stuff you know promoted in it and things of that nature so uh that's actually the one thing that i've been working on as of the last um three months heavily is kind of getting more into that that scene as well as fashion and and yeah. the magazine and, and things of that nature. So yeah, does and I'm assuming that helps a lot with selling everything that you have and just whatever you want to do with even if it's like just the black and white stuff that you have going now in the film. It's like you put that on a cool print that's you know however big, most bigger than most pictures, right? Or you know like the ones that we have on the wall right here. I know yeah. people listening can't kind of understand that, but it's not your average size size piece of printer paper. You know, yeah, it's like and a legit I, I've, photo on the wall. I've had a new just passion for printing yeah. my after every big photo shoot i try and print something whether it's a little album or if it's just a couple photos i try and have a printed piece okay um and with that with with something like lost era i i originally boxed myself in a corner because all the photos were fashion vintage and color okay well what happens if i like nude black and white wh- what do i do with that yeah. i would just keep it on a drive somewhere uh, and like maybe post it on a Instagram story, but I would, because your feed now has to be so perfect on Instagram. I, you know, I <laughs> says the recent I, picture you says, posted that you yeah, together. Right? I know, <laughs> so I know. You're, it's supposed to be All perfect. Black and white. Fun fact: about like six months ago, he had kind of like a hate relationship with black and white photos. He yeah. just didn't like them. I never liked black and white I up until never, a few months ago. Yeah, and then yeah. just. He I think switched. everyone looks great in black and white. I love yeah. pictures of myself in black and white. It's and just, you know, just see, I like it, but he, he would, like, kind of go in on black and white photos. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And then, mean, but now it's like, I'm like, is this I a color roll? I really do. <laughs> because, well, it's like, you know, you have Peter Lindbergh, and you look at his photos in black and white, and, that like, for me, I've always I've always liked the photos, but I never mm-hmm. liked taking them. Okay. And, and that was for, maybe, and it was because I didn't have a platform to show them. Gotcha. And that might have been where I was like, oh, I don't like black and white, and that's because I, I couldn't do it. I'm I, wasting I, my time. Yeah, yeah, I'd be it. wasting my time because I can't post it anywhere. And now uh, I have to ask if he bought color. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I don't have any. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Is it? And this is me not knowing enough about photography, but is it harder? I assume it's harder to shoot black and white photography than it is to shoot color. So uh, it's 
it's harder to show a subject in black and white because with black and white you have contrast and that's it right with color obviously we can dress up a model yeah. in uh red clothing against a blue background and, and you know what the She's subject pop. is yeah. so yeah so with black and white it's all about you know, that that contrast between light and dark mm-hmm. and really the emotion that you can really put into that photo yeah um and and that, that's been a new fun challenge for me because a lot of the times i rely on color um to to like i said show my subject and things like that but with black and white just gave me a whole new fun perspective to learn right and back to the event stuff josie didn't you do like a fashion event this summer a few fashion events um yes back in june it was like a 70s one if i'm thinking right that is junk fairy that is debbie over at junk fairy um she um does this thing called Oki Mod Squad, right. uh, which is for the Oklahoma Moderism uh-huh. weekend, um, which is super cool. Uh, she gets a bunch of looks. There's always a theme each year. Um, this past July, June? I think it was June, July. In the wrong Pretty sure. Ask. I think it was June. Yeah. Um, she, the theme was the Playboy Mansion. Okay. So we had a nighttime look, like a swim look, and a like going out look, like kind of dinner party look. Yeah. Um, which was the leggings that I was talking about that we kind of did like the, the party look. Uh, and then also, I guess I can say I kind of helped with the tab models, fashion shows at the Sheridan. Um it was like a little fashion show they got together. Uh, they're really big in letting their like models like become friends and like right. just have a good time. And it was three different uh, boutiques or like designers that they're doing that for. And I just kind of coached the girls on like how to walk and like how to do like their poses and everything. Which that's another joy that I have mm-hmm. is just letting people know that like if you feel awkward, you probably don't look awkward. Right. You know, like just seeing the movements of your body and how like beautiful it it is and can be yeah um but i only do the fashion shows for like debbie um i haven't i do want to get into more like fashion events and everything but that's what i did this year and like teaching the posing stuff it's not easy to teach people how to pose no i'm still getting better at explaining the poses to people because i'll do it and honestly eight times out of ten the model has no idea how to do it themselves it feels awkward to them and like it doesn't look awkward so i say okay well like rest your uh face on your hand and they're they kind of just like put their hand up to their face you know um it's like no drop your head lose all the weight in your head drop it in your hand um which that's the thing that we're both working on right now too i think communication for both of us kind of explaining what you know is is kind of difficult because Doing something and then teaching something is completely different. I agree, yeah. Um, and teaching is 10 times harder. Yeah. So um, kind of becoming like teachers now, like on my side, like posing. And I do want to teach girls how to like style. Mm-hmm. And just if a photographer asks them, all right, I want to go for this look. Here is a sheet of like your inspo. Um, being able to go in their own closet and pick out pieces because mm-hmm. they're probably not going to think that this one piece fits it, but it probably fits it 100%. Yeah. Um, and then, like, teaching with, like, the posing and everything because everyone can always get better at that even if you're not a model, you right. know? And going so. back to, like, what you said is, like, they may feel really awkward, but sometimes, like, awkward looks really good. Yeah. Especially in fashion and photography, right? Yeah. Because you're not just standing there, like, shoulders back, whatever, taking a photo. Yeah, like, just yeah. a little so bit of an exaggeration looks. goes yeah. a long way. Yeah. 
And like, just for example, every time, if, if you're laying against a wall, just arching your back, just, just something super simple that is pretty common knowledge, but it really helps just yeah. get a figure in the photo. So you're not just a plank on uh -huh. there. And like funny, we need to get better at coaching because we actually have a boot camp that we've been working on for quite some time for awesome. models to kind of show up and, and learn a little bit more about the industry and learn a little bit more about posing. And that way, so whenever they do shoot with someone, they are very confident in what they're doing. Right. So and also more value to that person yeah. by yeah. showing up prepared, not yeah. just showing up being like, hey, I want to get into this. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. give me more exactly. information about the business side of it too, because I do think, um, I'm a strong believer, there's a lot of girls that are vulnerable oh, yeah. out in this industry and just kind of having like a safe place for them to come and talk and just, they have questions like, oh, like I I got offered this well what do you think like just being really brutally honest yeah. honest with them and just you know just being like transparent with them right because you know, i think them. you know back to what would have could have happened for yourself right you know you could have thought yeah this is the best thing in the world i'm 18 i'm going to california I could have and you're me. still there right <laughs> yeah. and you're just like you're their property basically for three years living with like you said you know two bedroom apartment with no. six other yeah, people and like, I wouldn't and be doing like this. exactly yeah. and we like and we like sharing her experience with people just because that yeah. could be the dream go to california do that but then you don't read the contract or you was. don't understand yeah. what that entitles and you're just kind of locked there yeah um and, and so that's kind of what this boot camp is it's a little bit of learning how to pose but then it's a lot of it just learning the ins and outs of things yeah what else do you guys have coming up is that kind of just the main focus with the boot camp is there so the main else? the the boot camp has been the the main focus we've been trying to get just like kind of a curriculum of <laughs> sorts down um but I mean, we have, like I said, we have some uh, art shows coming up that we're that we're helping start, um, and then, yeah, I mean, just kind of expanding on what we have going yeah. on at this point. So uh, I can't I can't think of anything specific Any, fully like, coming up. I guess Christmas coming up is it Christmas style shoots, and it's too cold to go outside. <laughs> we but actually like, don't do holiday inspired yeah, shoots. Try, that is something that we do. Stayed a we lot. Don't do. But, yeah. I, Unless I'm, someone yeah. comes to us a concept that just wants to have like some really cool photos like that theme, we will never. Yeah, we're trying do to stay away ourselves. from theme stuff. Uh, last yeah. year we got a few. Um, some of our friends just asking about like Halloween shoots, and you know we kind of said, "Oh yeah, that that'd be cool." We, you know, and like hoping there. they don't yeah. come back to yeah. you. Yeah, um, but just not a big fan of it, you know, because mm -hmm. like we said, we want to have it to be like timeless. You know, we don't really want to pinpoint something because we've had girls. In the style that I put them in freezing weather. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, a big jacket in 100 degree weather. So it's just, you don't want to pinpoint what season or mm -hmm. what year yeah. it was. That's our big thing. Awesome. So. Sometimes, I mean, I feel like, I feel like. I could do a, a style shoot pretty well like that, but then at the same time, whenever I see them, like nine times out of ten, it just kind of feels cheesy. To yeah. Me. So yeah, I, that, I, like, yeah. So unless it's like a friend coming and like they have the concept already ready right. to go and. You know, I have a lot of free time. <laughs> yeah. And I think probably, like, the way you went back to, like, your black and white photography stuff, you like, you had nowhere to show it, mm -hmm. which is, like, with the, with the you know, the, the season stuff, you you know, I, I assume now when you take the photos that you do, you could slide them anywhere into the website and they would fit, you know? Yep. Not like, oh, I've taken a Christmas, it has to go, like, now, and then, you know, in three or four months when someone sees it, it's just like, oh, it was last Christmas. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's not. Yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty happy with how I, I, like I said, I kind of boxed myself in a corner originally with photography. Mm -hmm. um, and I've done that basically my whole photography career until recent. I found how to give myself more yeah. leeway on things. Yeah. 
Uh, is there anything that you haven't done yet that's like on the radar that you really like to get into? Um, like I said, I'm working on a lot of printed stuff. Uh-huh. I'm actually working on a just a few books. Okay. Just a few coffee table cool books to look at. Um, like with writing and the whole blog piece that goes with it? Uh, you know, maybe photos? maybe some explanations of it, but primarily just a, a, a photo book. Okay. And on top of that, there there's things that have been made for years, but they're finally coming back into style called zines. It's mm-hmm. basically like a book in a magazine kind of squished together in one thing. Okay. Um, it's... It's not it's not a full-fledged magazine. There's not a ton of writing in it. It's just a bunch of photos put into this little flip book that you can it's almost like an album okay. almost. And so I want to honestly I just want to do a bunch of those just to kind of share work in in a space that isn't Instagram. Right. Or 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 digital of sorts. Yeah. Um so like I said I have a few books that I I'm it's going to take multiple months to complete. So okay. that might be the biggest other thing that I have coming yeah. up. Yeah. And then, Josie, you still have, obviously, barbering to go through right now. And, mm-hmm. and is that, like, the main focus? Um, I mean, sort of to a point. Um, really, after barbering, I will be in a barber shop. Um, but I really want to take the editorial route okay. of doing, like, kind of, like, doing a haircut for a shoot and, like, having them shoot and, like, just doing a color or doing, like, crazy hair. And, I mean, I'm doing that to a point right now. Yeah. Um, it's just, like, curling. But I do want to do, like, a – there's one shoot I have in mind that I want to do, like, kind of a crazy, like, poofy, like, uh, curlers, like the rollers in the hair. Um, oh, you've talked about that forever. I know. <laughs> I know, but it's so hard to get, you know, 30 – curlers in someone's hair and then yeah. like let it sit because that's gonna have to be like an all-day thing honestly for it to curl for 12 shots of film uh, 12 <laughs> yeah. shots or 12 shots hopefully they come out or we're gonna have to do it again yeah, have to, yeah have to buy our dinner or something but um barbering school is the main focus but mm. i do want to take it to the editorial side and it just it works even better for us because it's not only i'm taking care of the wardrobe and the posing i'm taking care of the beauty part of it. Right. I've always done that. I've always had like the eye, like you said, like the tiny hair that's in front of her face. Like he doesn't see it, but like yeah. I'm running over there in the shot, like <laughs> just moving the tiny piece of strand of hair. Um, but I just really love to do that. And yeah. it's just, you know, it's better together. Cause I don't think, I don't know if I'd be doing this if like we weren't together. Um, but I think it's just awesome. What yeah, you complement each other well, and it's so. just like how it's come around, right? It's very natural and just seems to oh, work very yeah. well. So yeah, like we talked about, it was just never a conversation. We just started doing it. Yeah. So it and now him. it's almost like every time we shoot, there's a new thing that we're doing that's making us better. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you talked about it. Your new camera, or not new camera, but he uh, had this camera gone for four months and it's finally back. And oh, we my both child kind of almost. Yeah. <laughs> we almost it, it, it is. It sits in the front seat when I'm in the car. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, uh so the camera. My favorite camera that I've ever bought is called a Pentax Six Seven. Um, I wish I would have brought it to show you because it's just it's just a beautiful beast of a camera. It's okay. like ten pounds. Has a wooden grip. It's just it, it, it's the camera that you would want to shoot with if you were a 90s fashion photographer. I mean, okay. like I said, Peter Lindbergh has shot with this camera, like just the big name Herbert's shot with this camera. And it just, it, when I bought it, it just gave me a sense of pride that I was in the same, I don't know, I just had something about me that like these other photographers had as well. And it's, I don't know, it just, it put me in a sense that I love. And it yeah. gives me, like I said, 12 shots, or actually only 10 shots. Um, mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, and, and I mean, outside of just camera quality and how cool it is, the camera itself gives me inspiration. So, yeah. and that's why that's the another thing about film. I just, you know, the cameras are so weird and quirky and, and full metal. Like, it's just, it's crazy. But Especially it gives me, the ones, right? yeah, it just gives me, this thing was made in 1969 and it just gives me full inspiration. And then it broke. So, <laughs> and that was my fault. Um, and so I, I finally found some guy in like Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. That fixed it. Um, Great. Yeah, and so it's back in business, and, he, and I just got it back like a week ago. Yeah, the so. guy sent it back. No email, no like little note with it, anything. Just, just sent fixed it. Just, it and sent just it yeah, back. fixed it. Like, and yeah. I sent him an email, and something like, "You are a miracle worker." Because <laughs> I was honestly really sad without it. I but love that camera. I feel like we're just like going upstairs yeah. because he just started kind of studio work. Not just started, but a few months. He just started it. We were mm -hmm. all like location or inside a house. Um, but now that he started studio work, like I started school, he got his camera back. Like we started working with an agency. Like mm -hmm. it's just all this stuff that just keeps going higher and higher and it's pretty awesome. So yeah. is like the end goal, like paid traveling around the world doing this stuff. Is, is that like the, you know, like the macker of it, like the end goal? I think it's just making people feel beautiful. Okay. Yeah, I, I think yes, like that the, the paid great. travel yeah. is fantastic, yeah. but I, I love helping, like, like starting this boot camp, I love helping people understand themselves okay. better. Um, yeah. And yeah, I would love to be shooting for Vogue and have a cover or, or even like right. Playboy, just, just anything. I would like, that would be just incredible feats on my end. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I just really want to create just a culture of people just feeling confident and, and yeah, love themselves. So well, it's just so cool when like people like leave our shoe and they like text us like a really sweet message like, Oh, I just had a great time. And like, you made yeah. me feel so beautiful. Like this is to either of us. And it's just, I don't know. You can't really describe the feeling. It's that like you they've just get. left the spa. Yeah. Right? And just, I like, mean, one of my first nude shoots, you would think, um, the model may feel like awkward being nude in front of someone they may have just met. Mm -hmm. But I got uh, a message shortly after saying she had never felt more beautiful in her life. Yeah. And for me, that's where I really uh, continued on with nude yeah. photography. As I, I love it personally and my work and everything, but I know when I shoot a model, my goal isn't to get good photos only. It's to make sure they have their experience as yeah. well. Um, and that... that Honestly, that, that's all there is to it, is I love people feeling confident and beautiful. Yeah, and I think that's so important in today's world with, like, you know, like, going back to the perfection that you want to have with an Instagram post and the kids that are growing up now with taking a selfie 9 million times until they get it right, and when they post it, nobody likes it, they take it down. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, the body shaming, or all this stuff that makes people insecure, because I think that's what social media, like, you see the best part of people's lives in on your Instagram feed, right? Yeah. And, like, when you look at that and you're, like, it might make a lot of people feel insecure and that's where that comes from and all the mental health that comes from that. And then you get that text from someone that you just spent 30 minutes with or an hour with that tells you that's how I, you know, I, I felt the most beautiful I've ever felt. Like I can see why that makes you all warm inside and makes you do what you want to do and it's, keep doing that. It's so much better than getting likes. I mean, I, of course yeah. you get likes and you're like, wow, that was, that was successful. But right. like, if you just have one person tell you something that powerful, you're just like, wow, mm -hmm. that, that's ways, way more than having, whatever likes on instagram yeah is there anything um i'm trying to think not not like anything else coming up but is there any way like specific that like you know you've mentioned a couple of 
really famous photographers that I honestly I have no idea who they are. But like, yeah, his mind's what? gonna blow up. <laughs> uh, but like, is there anyone like that you draw specific inspiration from? Like the two guys that you've mentioned, or is it more of just like doing a lot more of traveling and seeing, going to record stores or whatever it is? Um, I get a lot of inspiration from Josie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it. It's more or less getting inspiration from just, like I said, just documenting life, life happening. Yeah. That's that's where I see inspiration from. I love looking back at, so Herbert's shot the Calvin Klein ad with Kate Moss and Marky Mark. Okay. Do you remember the black and white? Okay, so yeah, yeah so you, you know what we're talking about. So right. stuff like that I love looking back at, and it's just like, wow, that gotcha. that's just awesome. Yeah. Um, so... I guess just documenting, just just seeing life happen, and and actually that's why I like going out to travel so much. It gives right. me a fresh perspective because sometimes you, in Oklahoma you kind of you kind of have that centered mindset. As as awesome and, and diverse as Oklahoma mm-hmm. is, it's always nice to get out and see that that's that side of things like that. Yeah. So that's I mean it's yeah, and even if you just like I mean I live not in the country but like a little bit outside of town, and you drive a mile and you're like you're really out in the country, and like yeah. this feels like a completely different place, right? Exactly. Yeah. You, you drive off into one cornfield and you're like, oh, this is like completely out in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and you know you realize how close you are to home. But no, this is like it, it's really cool to see that you know the passion that you have, the both of you, just cheering you hearing you speak and seeing you light up when you talk about something that you clearly love doing and you love doing it together as well and then like I said going back to getting that text or getting you know that whatever it is a, a text or a dm or even just someone telling you look i i feel amazing after doing that i want to do that again like i can see why you want to come to uh, i say come to work do it every day you yeah. know uh, and going back to what mum and dad is like, are you making money from this? Well, <laughs> and yes, I'm going to make, you know, that it helps, doesn't it? But, yeah, you know, when you're working at something and you're making a living from it, but you're also like loving what you do, like, and it, you know, you could only make a certain amount, but that's nowhere near, doesn't add up to what, how you feel inside. Exactly. Right? Like you could, whatever you, you know, whatever number it is, like, you know, there's millionaires out there that shoot photos, whatever it is, but you know, you could make a living and enough to earn a living here and not make as much as someone you were in friends, you know, friends with in high school that's out and been in school for 10 years and is now a doctor no. or whatever, but mm-hmm. they don't enjoy what they do as much as what you do. You know, exactly. I think that's what it comes down to. And yeah. It's like I mean, if you, if you get to do your passion, there's just, there's nothing, yeah. nothing better than that. And if your passion is helping other people as well and in any form of the sense, that just makes it yeah. a hell of a lot better. Awesome. Uh, how can people follow you? What's your Instagrams and everything? How can they get in touch? Josie? Uh, my Instagram is Josie Pearson, J-O-S-I-E-P-I-E-R-S-O-N. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really all I have. Um, you can probably find my, my Instagram is slowly becoming like a Josie Pearson fan page. <laughs> I have yeah, to be careful. Bit. I have to be careful about that because like all the photos are so good and I want to post them all, but I have to like spread them out. Yeah. Um, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jared W. Kinley, or you can go on the website, jaredwkinley.com. Uh, and if you want to check out some of the magazine stuff, which hasn't been updated in a long time, uh, yeah. like I said, still working on it. it doesn't matter because it's timeless. It, it's timeless. Yeah, exactly. still got, you still got a bunch of stuff on yeah. there. It's uh, Lost Era. And when's, do you know when the next issue is coming out? Um, planned to come out you know we are actually still waiting on our prints of the issue that we just released uh we had a printer problem with the guy jared don't even want to get in that story (laughs) but um we we're we're, like i said we're tri-quarterly so the next one we're actually going to focus on working i'm going to try and do more of a winter 
winter style one. So I, I'd probably say sometime either in January or February. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And then, like I said, if anybody wants to shoot with you, see what you do, just reach out through email. Just email. I I, yeah, I, you email, remember, I, if, if someone hits me up on email, I will see it and I will know it's a lot more professional. Yeah. And also on Instagram, too. And uh, I, do, too. I do like Instagram. It's very you simple. You contact me or, yeah. or Jared. Yeah. And so. then to get into you know the, the teaching stuff that you guys are going to do, the... Forgot the. I always do this. I forget the word that I'm thinking of. The what is it called? Um, boot camp. There you go. There it is. <laughs> I, th- I, was, I thought that's what you. Were <laughs> I thought you were going to say big word. Actually, I, do, I, like, I promise. You uh, should have had today, a cup of coffee yeah. with me. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. How can people get involved in that? And like, if they want to, same way. Honestly, if, you, if you're wanting to learn more, that already speaks volumes to me. Just hit us up, okay. and um, we can we can go from there. Hit us up anyway. Possibly. Yeah. Awesome. From website, Instagram, email. Yeah. Yeah. If you see me Anything. on the street. And if anybody wants to get a free haircut and be a <laughs> test haircut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will be taking clients actually at school in December. Okay. The Hair Arts Institute off 150th May. She actually May. gets messages all the time. I'm going to tell my random. instructor. I just did that, uh, you know, yeah. shameless plug in there. So. <laughs> she gets random messages all the time like, hey, yeah, like, are you cutting just... hair yet? Or I'll get texts saying, hey, is your girlfriend cutting hair yet? I'm like, I I don't know. That's I think she thing. has it's to a high wait. Demand. I don't know what the legal, like the legality of everything is. Yeah. So, um, no, it's it's really cool too because some of the shoots that we've been having, like they, you know, they ask me my personal stuff because I really want to make friends with these people. Yeah. And I tell them like, oh, I'm doing this, and they're like, oh, do you take clients? Like, can I get my hair trimmed? And like, I already have three clients already lined yeah. up, and for just starting, that's a lot. That's good. You know? that's yeah. Really so good. our um, photography styling business is already moving and helping her yeah. barbering business. Like, look, yeah. mom, look, dad, like, I, we're about I, to make- I told so, you. <laughs> but, and also just with shoots, I, I do hair, makeup, touch-ups, and styling. So if mm-hmm. anyone would want that too, it's, you know, yeah. that's that's what our shoots are. Totally awesome. on titles, but. Yeah. 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 Kind of well, wear great. a lot of hats in this industry. You kind of have to. You do. Right? <laughs> I mean, so, you know, you're a team and it's cheaper to do it yourselves and learn a lot more by doing it yourselves than having to pay someone exactly. to come out. Yeah, so. and it's just. It's an experience. Yeah. Our, the first magazine, just for instance, we hand-stapled. Hand, put them together. Cut yeah. them. Cut them. Oh man, it was blood, sweat, and tears yeah. into that first. I say, show. I say we, but it was all Josie because I just I wasn't figuring it. <laughs> I out. was putting every. <laughs> I was stapling them. That was I was the caveman. Oh stapling. yeah, stapling. <laughs> yeah. Um, just I had to put every page in order. Every page of a magazine. We had seventy-two pages. Yeah, that's a lot. That's yeah, that's. Cr- it was a lot. It was crazy, and, like, we were there for, I think, like, five hours at this printing shop. Like, it was, like, 11 o'clock at night when we left, and it was just—but it was worth it, you know? Like, I I love doing it, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, my hands didn't love (laughs) me afterwards. Yeah. Hopefully the next one's much easier and streamlined process. It will. Yeah. Yeah. I've already been working on it. Yep. Almost there. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, this has been awesome. Sitting, chatting for you guys for an hour and just kind of learning everything that you do, seeing how it's passionate you are. <laughs> a little over now. I think we're like an hour and 10, something like that. You but talk wow. a lot, dude. You, you talk do. a lot. <laughs> no, it, it's, like, it's been awesome. It's why I love doing it and getting to see you guys in person and not just like, oh, through a message or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's cool yeah. to meet. It's cool to you know share the story. And now I know a lot more about you and everyone else listening does. And they get to not only, you know, follow you now and see what you do, but also get to realize why you do it the empowerment that's behind it the passion that you mm-hmm. have um 
and I, I, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see where this goes and, and definitely we'll do a follow-up, you know, in six months or a year or whatever it is. Like, we'll definitely have you guys back on. Oh, and man, put us on a timeline. It'll get me going. It really yeah. will. No, yeah, just <laughs> give us a timeline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, okay, fill a year is full of quartered magazines then. Do four next year and we'll have you back on. Okay. Okay. Is that deal? Deal. All right. Awesome. Oh, I can't oh, wait to like do that one and listen to the old one. That'd be awesome. <laughs> like, how's it changed? He's back to color. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's black and white. <laughs> no, but this has been awesome. Um, everyone listening, I'll post everything below and you can check out and, and follow these guys because they're doing some great stuff. Um, and if you want to get into it and learn a lot more about it, just reach out. Uh, and definitely they're, they're good people. So thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for coming out. And Thank we'll you. Thank you for having us. We'll catch awesome. you next episode. Thanks. Awesome. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast was produced by Mike Hearn and Ian Weston, mixed by Alan Brown, with music by Chad Duro.